Hello and welcome to Beers Without Frontiers, episode 23. Today I'm joined by Vicky. Hello. And Charles. Hi. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be focusing on the recent Beer O'Clock Show podcast, Crimbo Call in Manchester, uh, which we went to last week, and the opening of the Thornbridge Colmore Tap in Birmingham, and looking back at our beery highlights of the last 12 months. Firstly, though, as is our custom, we have another mystery beer to drink. And this but not time, just any mystery beer. Um, yeah, this one's supplied by uh, our friend uh, Rob Hopzine. And uh, we've got a can here that is completely wrapped in special Beers Without Frontiers mystery beer paper. Mm. So, 440ml can, and we haven't got a clue what's in it. I know, it's quite exciting, isn't it? Because none of us know. It's cold. The can's very cold. There's no dates on the bottom, which is sometimes a bit of a clue, but... Yeah, let's crack it open. Hopefully, this this will go as planned and won't go everywhere. Like, if, it <laughs> yeah. if, you watch, if you listen to yeah. the last episode, we had a bit of a bit of an issue, didn't we, with the bottle? But yeah. Anyway, let's let's crack yeah, it open. Fingers crossed. There we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. No let's drums. see what colour it pours out into into Ooh. our Indie Man nineteen tasting glasses. Uh, Zero carbonation on the pour. Yeah, um, it's um, it looks quite syrupy. Almost. Yeah, I was going to say it's almost pouring a bit like a syrup or a port or something like that, isn't it? It's very sort of. Um, yeah, I it's think quite Rob, Rob had a cheeky little glint in his eye when he gave me this can, yeah. as if to sort of say, uh, "You're not going to guess this one in a hurry." <laughs> um, is this special brew? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is it. No, so it's pouring. What would you say? Would you say it's almost a pink tint? Yeah, it's a to ro- that? almost like a rosy sort of pink, pinkish sort of um, hue to it. Um, definitely kind of a red, ready it, sort um, of brown tinge. I'm just thinking, uh, what what gives colour like that in in terms of like adjuncts and stuff? It's almost like is it hibiscus? I was just going to say hibiscus. Yeah, should we get into? The yeah, let's get stuck right, into this. On, right, cheers. cheers. All right, Ooh, not very really clinky glasses, are they? Mmm. Okay. Okay. Treacly. Yeah. Treacly, lot going on here. Is this, I'm going to throw it out there. Is this a barley wine? It's got that kind of um, nose about it, hasn't it? Do you know what? Should we? The, the lack of carbonation makes me wonder is this like been in a barrel that normally barrel sort of aged. takes, takes yeah. the edge off stuff? Could well be. Okay, let's dig in. Yeah, Cheers. dig in. Okay, that's nice. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. And, that's, and that's big. It's really. Um, it's like caramelly and like really like sweet. Well, yeah, yeah. It's it's very very sweet. It's like a. It's not. It doesn't taste boozy, but I can imagine it's yeah. quite. Yeah, I'm getting there's, there's chocolate there. There's definite chocolate there. I, my first. And there's barrel. Thought. There's there's barrel. But I, I do do you think it could be something like um, uh, PX barrel or or something that's given a real amount of sweetness? Do you think in what Pedro Jimenez? Yeah. Are you thinking, and it can't be because it can't be the um, Keys one that just came out, the chocolate, the fudge stout barrel No, because I've got that in the fridge and that's in 330. Yeah, Yeah. so this is obviously not not a European one, so it can't be Omnipolo. No, it can't be Omnipolo. It's sweet, Um, like something with um, either a lot of barrel on it or or a lot of adjuncts. See, I'm not getting any, I'm not getting the barrel, but then I normally associate that with being quite boozy and that you feel all going all the way down mm-hmm. my f- very first thought of Marvel was fig then oh, it ended on um, then it ended on the chocolate which was like I was like ooh but and 
it's going to sound a slightly strange thing to say, but this is... I can't think for the life of me what it is, but I'm surprised that it's in a can rather than a bottle. This is, Normally, this something like this comes out of a bottle. You're right, yeah. Um, maybe even with cork and cage or something like mm. that. Yeah. Mm. I wonder if it's, it's American. You know what I mean? It's... Um, well, do you think this could be a pint can rather than a 440? Well... Yeah, without sort of rushing to the fridge and getting a 440 out. But it looks like a 440, doesn't it? Um, but it's not that much difference, is it? American pint is 473. So... It doesn't have the American sort of, like, opening of the can, uh, the can top. Ah, uh, OK. You, you're more of an expert on can... There's normally a wider sort openings. of, like, opening on a right, okay. can. Right, OK. Um, so I think this is the UK. Okay, let's definitely. let's let's start with our thought, our scoring on this then. So as per usual, ABV first. Mm. Um, I'm gonna put this down. I'm gonna have another little sip. Of this. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till you put you. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. until I've nailed my colours to the mast. <laughs> yeah, then you. Then it's I reckon big, isn't it? it's got to be big. I reckon that's nine. I'm going with nine percent. Whoa, yep. you're nine. Yeah, yeah. That's not. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go seven. Seven? Really? Mm. Sometimes these things are lower if there's a... I'll give you an example. We all had a try of this beer uh, the other week. Um, Omnipolo Bianca, which is a goes, isn't it? 6% goes, but it's got that much other stuff in it. The blueberry maple yeah. pancake. Yeah. And you get all of that. Yeah. yeah, but you get this thick mouthfeel that's very much like a beer that's 9% and it's considerably less. So is there something in this that's making it feel that it's more boozy than what it is? As everybody now has another drink. I mean, yeah. it's bloody nice, isn't it? That is... It's very, very sweet. It's very drinkable, though. If you've got a sweet tooth, if yeah. you haven't got a sweet tooth, you really would not like this. I'm on the... F- I, mean, I, I definitely think it's high, but... Is what, it you, you, than what, what, is it digit? Hot, lower, lower, is it lower? Higher or lower? <laughs> Play your hops right. Uh, Come on, right. Wait, I, I, I must press you for an answer now. I'm going to go... I'm going to be really boring and say eight and a half. Eight and a half, okay. And that's probably way off the mark. Okay. Right, style. I'm I'm going to say this is a barley wine. Yeah, I, I think I think we're all... I'm definitely saying... I'm saying it's a barrel-aged barley wine. I'm going to say it's a Belgian double. Okay. Ooh, interesting. Belgian style. Hang on. Yeah, could well be. Okay, just writing that down. Spelling it correctly as well. Um, <laughs> Even though nobody's going to see it. Charles saying, yeah, barley wine, uh, Can barrel you say aged. Barrel aged, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm saying it's barrel aged. But I suppose that's well. on the yeah. adju- uh, adjuncts. Well, like well, we said last time, we, we uh, the last beer that you brought last time was barrel aged, and we, we don't have a column on the spreadsheet for that. <laughs> yes. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, maybe we need to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to skip brewery like we always do, and that's be the last thing we do. So. It's the, hardest, it's the hardest one, isn't yeah, it? I mean, yeah, so leave that to last. So we're going flavours now. Yeah, flavors. I definitely got... Um, so as I said, very first sip, fig. Definitely ends on chocolate. Um, not sure what else. I'm going to say... No, is vanilla an adjunct or a flavour? What's the... Uh, uh, flavour. Could be yeah. both. Yeah. Yeah, because you can get vanilla from, from oak from barrels. barrels. Yeah. Um, but from, young, equally, from younger oak barrels. Is that yeah, right? or, or first use yeah. oak barrels. Um, but yeah, otherwise, obviously, you can have it as an adjunct as well. Yeah, it's like vanilla pods, extract, yeah. Yeah, that sort yeah. of thing. So, so my flavours are all those three. So fig, chalk and vanilla. Yeah. 
And what did you say, Charles, on the uh, Caramel, toffee and raisins. Caramel, Ooh. toffee. Do you know what? When you say them, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's really obvious now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the yeah, caramel. It's always the way, we, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just going to get found out for the fraud that I am <laughs> the, with this reveal. You're right with the with the with the caramel. Actually, thinking about it now, it's almost like a, you know, it's just like a Cadbury's caramel. You know, the the centre of something like that. Is there a little bit of chocolate? Mm. Mm. A little bit of chocolate, maybe in the finish. It's definitely chocolate on the finish. You get chocolate, and you get yeah. Put me down for chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm writing outside of the allocated space now. <laughs> um, bigger boxes. Yeah. We're going to need a significantly bigger box. I think box. we're going to have to... Oh, well, I've just had a look at the next column. I think we're going to yeah. have to remove that. Well... What, hops? <laughs> well, in terms of hops, it's irrelevant almost, it isn't is, it? It is, um, yeah. It's just not even featuring in this style of beer. Do I just say fuggles as usual? Um, <laughs> I, I, you say fuggles, I'll say goldings, and you can say... Uh, Pilgrim Alpha CO2 <laughs> HBC blah 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 um, yeah 125 <laughs> yeah. um, I'm just going to say something just in case although we're going to then have to look this up on Untapped in order to find out what hops were hey, let me it. just check mystery oh uh, yeah, mystery <laughs> beer there you go by the mystery brewery um, yeah uh, it is such a nice beer though yeah, yeah it's good I'm, I'm just going to I don't think we can add. I, don't, I think I th- we're going to gonna have to leave hops yeah. out because there is no real hop taste to mm. this, is there at all? They they are so far in the background that you know even if they just use bittering hops, there is nothing bitter about this beer at all. It's a dessert beer, mm. massively yeah. so. Um, right, okay. Uh, Adjunct. I'm going to put down. I'm going to. I reckon it's aged in like a sherry barrel. Right, like a, so, is it a yeah. sh- or a sherry? Is it a sherry cask or like? Uh, is it? Oh, I'm so bad with like some of the names, but is it Oloroso? Uh, yeah, that's that's a sherry Maybe. cask. I'll, yeah. I'll say that just randomly. I've got no idea if it is, but because we're including barrel aging uh, as part of the adjuncts kind of thing, because we don't have mm-hmm. a separate thing for that. Um, I'm saying that there's vanilla in there, and I'm saying this is PX barrel. Mm. Okay. Pedro Jimenez. I'm yep. going to say uh, Coco Nibs. Yeah. Actually, that's a certain, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Anything else? Um, no, I'm just going to say that for now. Okay. Um, I'm also just going to say chocolate. I don't think there's actually chocolate been put into like this. Like cacao nibs or something. Well, no, you mean, that's what you've put. Yeah, just no actual mean, chocolate. Because I think it's uh, one of these slabs of dairy milk. Oh, yeah. No, Bourneville. Bourneville. Bourneville, uh, mate. Bourneville. Um, okay, and brewery, I'm going to oh, say, oh, I think that this is... Um, not a clue. I'm going to say this is... No idea. Jester King. Oh. You think it's an American one? Still it's either American or it's like Omnipolo. It's, it's some crazy shit, isn't it? <laughs> You're going to take is a stab it, in the dark? You can is put it? that down if you want. At the end of the day, we're all taking a real guess on this. Yeah, it could be, I, I literally yeah. have no idea. I mean, I could just put. Any, I could just say anything. Oh, I know what it... Uh, you know what it is now? Then. No, 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 no. I was going to change this to perhaps... Um, no, change my mind. Mind you, this beer has been stored in your house since you got it. Yeah. So, 
Are you saying I would unwrap it and then rewrap it? <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks really well put back together again. <laughs> this 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 red tape just came off really easy. <laughs> right. Yeah, I have no red insulation tape like that at all in the house. Uh, Vicky, you're gonna have a, a stab um, at what? So you change your I've mind? Gone to, yeah, I'm saying, saying Evil Twin. Oh, Evil Twin. Oh, it's um, not. I mean, I don't know why I've said Omnipolo. It really isn't. But um, yeah, but it is. It's, it's, it's a fair, fairly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Brew York. Wow. <laughs> okay. I don't know where that's come from, but... I mean, they do do some crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, wow. So... So should we do the big right, reveal? are we mm-hmm. ready to drum roll? We've put down all of our... What we think of this. I've got Let's, to say, this, this is so well put together, Rob. Yes. Um, it's You'd just, never think he was a graphic designer, would you? <laughs> um, no. But also, thank you very much for giving us yes. a very nice beer. Thank yes. you, Rob. Thank you yeah, very cheers. much. Thank you, mate. What is it? Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, Obviously, Charles is speechless now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Should we start with what we're going to start with? ABV. Uh, how's about you tell us who the brewery is? <laughs> Get to that in a sec. That's one of the categories. All right, we'll start with the ABV. So the ABV was 10. <gasps> okay, so I'm the closest. <sighs> I knew it was higher than eight and a half. <laughs> you should have said that. I know, I know. Style? Style. Uh, it's a barley wine. Okay, uh, so, so you got that that's and I box. got that. Um, it's actually a, it's a white chocolate cream puff barley wine. White chocolate? Wow. Yeah, because they're common, aren't wow. they? So the brewery... Yeah. Oh, can someone pronounce that for me? I can't. It's a Dutch brewery. <laughs> oh, Demers De Lutel. Okay, I heard about these guys. Um, and it's a collab, though, with Central Waters Brewing Company, which I'm guessing is American. They were recently featured on uh, Beernomicon. Shout out to uh, Beernomicon guys, providing good content from straight from the centre of Manchester for some years now. They did an interview with uh, the, the brewer from these guys. Um, so, yeah, I had heard the name, but that was actually the first time I'd heard of them. And they specialise in big beers. What, the, the, the Dutch? The Dutch, the, yeah. yeah. But Central Waters are a brewery coming out of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Ah, um, and it's called Um dot, 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 tubed meat from a wall. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> there you go. So flavors wise, yeah. Um, I mean, we said, you know, so the flavors on this one are white chocolate cream cream puff. I um, said chocolate. The ingredients. This is the interesting part. Yeah. Uh, water, malt, barley, hops, yeast. So we don't know what hops are in, obviously. So nope. that's why we removed that category. But it has got vanilla. Yeah. And cacao nibs. Yeah. Ah. Now I think you were lending that way with chocolate, and I did yeah. say cacao nibs, but yeah. I didn't. But that's what you said. Did yeah. I say chocolate as well? I think I did. Yeah. You, all you've put under adjuncts was uh, the sherry cask. Do you know what? I think we've done pretty well. There. Yeah. I think we've done fairly well. Yeah. It's not barrel aged though, from what I can tell. Now that surprises me. Mm. That does surprise me. Um, but um, are you just checking it out on uh, yeah. tap to see if you can find out a little bit more? Uh-huh. Yeah, so it is. No, yeah, it's just it's just um, some of the flavors on Untapped, like the flavor words, are kind of like sweet vanilla, chocolate, caramelly, caramel. Yeah, and that's which definitely is what, what, I, what I kind of said, really, which is pretty yeah. much what we were saying. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think that was. A, Right, it's yeah. an amazing beer. Yeah, You've got to say thank you so much, Rob, for for for, sent, for giving that. Yeah, one. yeah. Um, that's 
definitely one of the best mystery beers we've ever had. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's uh, well to be honest, we're setting a bit of a trend here because last time you bought that weird beard one, which was out of this world, and then this is also uh, and your floor, your floor easy. is still. That's right. Yeah, yeah, still, <laughs> yeah. still recovering. Still recovering. Yeah, it's still drying <laughs> out. So um, yeah. So what was Obviously the brewery cracking. again? And they're called Demers Lutel. Yeah, that's and Central it. Waters Brewing Company. And what I like about from them, Alkmaar in they, uh, and they call themselves beer engineers. Beer engineers. There you go. So um, yeah, fantastic beer. Interesting though that we like we serve that one quite cold. Do you think we think you'd normally have that style a little bit kind of like just off room temperature, a little bit more? No, I think that perhaps it'd become too cloying. Actually, it's so sweet so, yeah. that then I maybe think the, that makes it a bit more drinkable. Then do you think? I mean, I, I'm I'm happy with the, the temperature it's it's at at the moment, having come straight out of the fridge. Yeah, um, I didn't, yeah. yeah, to me, it didn't lose anything from being that bit cooler. Yeah. So, um, well, I'll but drink yeah, to that. yeah, so, spot on. Unless you want to save your tiny bit in the bottom and try it at the end once it's yeah, got up do. to room temperature. And mm, we definitely <laughs> could do that. Yeah, but yeah, amazing beer. I don't know that I can save and, that long. Uh, there you go. So let's get this finished off and see if we can rinse these glasses out. So, cheers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> cheers. cheers, everybody. And cheers, Rob. Cheers, Rob. Right, so we've got another beer in front of us. We finally managed to uh, get all of that huge beer out of these uh, glasses you, and uh, took some rinsing. You didn't uh, throw them out? Didn't no, <laughs> well, no, we managed to get them clean. And uh, we've got yeah. another beer now. So what do we, we have? Got? We have, we have indeed. This is actually a beer that was given to me by somebody that was on the Crimbo Crawl, Adam Johnson. Um, chat from the Liverpool area and he said you've got to try this mate um, have this on the way back on the train but the train was so busy that after the Crimbo Crawls of Manchester and been really busy I didn't drink it so I thought a week later let's bring it yeah. to the pod Brilliant. so it's called I Want to Meet That Dad by Pomona Island Brewing Company in Salford Greater Manchester the description on the can why not get this beer for your dad or drink it and think about your dad what's your dad like I want to meet that dad dry hopped with Simcoe Cryo Citra BBC and again with Amarillo and Mosaic fermented with London Fog it's 6.5% ABV um, cool little label quite minimal label sort of like a pinky sort of label with a uh, joint of meat a joint of meat of yeah and yeah it's in the, in the glass I mean it's an absolute juice murky as you mm. like yeah. Yeah. Um, on the nose, soup. this is full on juice. I could smell it out of the can. As soon as I yeah. popped that can open, it just raged out of the can. Um, really juicy mango, peach, papaya. All the tr- all the tropical fruits. Anyway, basically. this is yeah. this is probably going to taste like water after that last beer. But anyway, <laughs> let's get it. Let's dig in. Cheers. Mm. cheers, Adam. Thank you. Yes, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah. Cheers. Oh, that's good. Wow, that is <laughs> it's really good. That is so bitter, though, after that syrup we were just drinking. <laughs> yeah. No, it's still really juicy, though. It is, yeah, it's it juicy, is. It's really but, juicy. But it felt like I've just been drinking, like, cough syrup, in the, the previous beer, to this. Is but th- like, th- this, like, tastes like an, uh, a, se- a proper, like, session pale strength. It tastes like it could be a table beer, but it's actually 6.5%. Yeah. But that's yeah. because we've been, we've just drunk a, you know, a 10% whatever it was beer mm. before but um, really enjoying this um, that's good yeah yeah it's really good in fact okay it's initial mm. thoughts but I've had probably two or three different Pomona Island beers and this is probably the best one that I've had actually um, delicious I, I, I don't think I've had many have you had many P- Pomona Island beers 
No, I mean, we, we get them in our local bottle shop, but um, for some reason I kind of swerve them and go for other stuff, which is probably my, you know, my mistake, yeah. really. Um, but we'll come on to Pomona Island in a little bit, because yeah. what we're going to be talking about now is um, beer of the month, and then we're coming on to the Crimbo Crawl, where we had some Pomona Island. But first things first, beer of the month. Um, Vicky, what have, what have you had that has uh, impressed you in the last month? So we've already mentioned it. Uh, it was the uh, Bianca Blueberry Maple Pancake Lassie Goes, which is not easy to say after that 10% um, tim- tinned meat <laughs> on the wall or whatever it was. Um, and uh, yeah, that we were, um, our, our mate John um, bought a can of it, cracked it open, was, um, shared, was um, generous enough to share it. Yep. And oh my God, it was just... Just yeah, maple syrup pancake with blueberries. Just that was great. It, it's just yeah, it was. It's just awesome. Not and a cheap beer. No, but also, that's again another one of those deceptively deceptive beers. In so much as you think it's going to be a ten or eleven percenter, and actually it's only six. I say only six. You know? <laughs> well, it's always yeah. It's it's like we were saying earlier though. It's got that many adjuncts in it. It's got like a, a load of maple syrup in that Omnipolo beer. Um, which I think is thickening it up to the point at which you think, wow, this is like a double-digit beer, but it like you say, it's six percent, isn't it? Uh, and it's it's absolutely bright purple in colour, isn't it? Yes. Uh, it's it's a crazy beer. It's one that people may pass over at a usual price of about. Yeah. I've seen it as cheap as as cheap as twelve quid a can, and I've mm. seen it as expensive as fourteen pound fifty. Um, but that goes hand in hand with a lot of crazy Omnipolo yeah. stuff, doesn't it? It's not cheap stuff. No. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. In terms of, because it's only 6%, it's kind of, it potentially isn't always a sharer. Sometimes you think sort of 10, 11% is a sharer, aren't they? But it's definitely, there's uh, quite a lot of sweetness there, isn't there? So it's probably one of those that you would sip on all night rather than, um, you know, down in, down in one kind of thing. Yeah, um, so uh, my beer of the month uh, was something I only had last week actually. Um, it's a Thornbridge Opus eight and a half percent barley wine. Uh, had this on cask uh, at the uh, Colmore Tap. More of which on that later. Uh, sweet barley, sugar, thick, viscous barley wine. Super rare to see a barley wine on cask as well. So that was on cask. Yep. Wow, um, interesting. So, yeah, I don't know whether that was just something special they put on because the pub opened that day or something. I don't know, but it very, very nice. And uh, if they're doing that in bottles or anything, I would certainly pick a bottle of it up. Superb stuff. Um, Charles, what, what's been your beer of the month? Yeah, I think um, there's been some really good stuff this month, to be fair. We've, we've seen the Cannibal run back again. Uh, we've seen the Siren Crafts oh, kind of Caribbean, the Caribbean series that's come, yeah. have come back. But for me, actually... I'm going to go with a bit of a hype sort of name, but Left Handed Giant Other Half collab that, that, that's just come out in cans at our local shop called uh, Use No Hook, and it's a 9.5% impy stout, and it's absolutely, for me, a dream beer. It's just all coffee on the aroma, massive coffee, and then on the taste and finish, it's just vanilla sweet, kind of coconutty, so well balanced. I mean, it's Is it just, a lactose uh, one? Uh, I don't know if there is just basically got coca- desiccated coconut, toasted coconut, coffee, and then cacao nibs. Yeah. Right. Um, and you get all of those ingredients in spades. It's just, just shines through. 
because um, I mean it seems to be every brewery at the moment is doing a collab with other half and um, you know I, I sort of thought, sort of rolled my eyes again I was like another another other half collab but this one just really really worked. I'm assuming it was brewed in Bristol uh, left-handed giant oh yeah so yeah. brewed at left-handed giant in yeah. Bristol um, um, and the other half that's like as well as their really crazy MP, uh, imperial IPAs double IPAs their stouts are incredible as well so mm-hmm. they're flavoured adjunct stouts so yeah, it was, and I think again, sort of not going to come on to kind of beers of the year, but one of my kind of beers of the year was by Left Handed Giant, and it was called Escape Pod. I don't oh, know if you, did you have yeah, that? Yeah, I had that. Awesome. And that was just all the coconut. It was the best that I have had probably through the year. I know we're going to come on. To I'm that, I'm really liking the fact that so they know putting coconut stouts. into stouts because I love coconut in stouts when it's well used. Yeah, it's just I think it's one of those kind of flavor additions that if you're going to use it like use it properly yeah, yeah and really you really want to taste the coconut yeah like if it's going to be in the background it's i wouldn't it's it's almost a bit pointless it yeah. just gets a bit lost but so it's quite hard to do i think as we I and know, occasionally i've had it as well with some coconut stouts where the yeah. it's coconut's almost made it a little bit for want of a better word sour right it's kind of oh, really yeah it can, oh. and i think i don't know whether that's maybe that's something the, else in the beer perhaps I well it might know. be something else in the, i don't think it is i think it might be either Misuse of coconut. Yeah. <laughs> Either the wrong, they've put the wrong coconut in or they haven't They put just it in use the bounty right. bars. Yeah. This is it. This is well, it. Hmm. what's wrong with putting bounty, bounty bar, bars bounty in Bounty bars out, yeah. yeah but milk amazing. chocolate or dark chocolate? Dark. Oh, dark. Always dark. Yeah, it's yeah. always dark. Yeah. Unanimous on always dark. Yeah, and yeah dark of course. Bounty. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. There you go. Um, okay. I know what's on your Christmas list now. now. What's that? <laughs> bounty dark, bar. Dark bounty bar, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, Easily pleased. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, yeah, hoppy excursions. Okay, so um, the main one has been uh, last weekend where we all ended up in Manchester. Um, so our friends at the Beer Hot Show podcast, of which I can't imagine anybody who listens to us doesn't listen to them, um, but they once a year organise a get-together for their listeners. Uh, it's been at various places over the last few years. We've done Sheffield, Bristol, and this year it was Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um, so great gathering of probably 20 to 30 people um there was a friday night pre-crawl get together um at uh, beer nouveau in manchester um that was so I, I didn't make that because my i had my works do in manchester but um yeah i saw you guys were kind of yeah so we we did that i mean i think before that we nipped into um northern monk uh refectory and we had pies because <laughs> they got a the food pop-up there did you have the a pie of timothy is, taylor as well that I did that on the Saturday. Yeah. Um, so basically, I had two pies there over the course of the weekend, and they were both bloody great. You know, nice, nice, nice pie served up on a pedestal of mash with a thick, viscous gravy. <laughs> Anyone hungry yet? Viscous um, gravy. Viscous gravy. Like it. Yeah. Like it. Um, awesome. Awesome stuff. Sounds good. Um, but yeah, getting ahead of ourselves there a little bit. Um, so yeah, on the Saturday. We started off at the, the Marble Arch, which is we did pretty we much did. the flagship of the Marble Brewery, isn't it? Yeah, it's the first. It's not the first time I've been there, but I know I think it was your guys' first time yeah. going there. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it's such a such an iconic venue, like brilliantly laid out, very sort of um, traditional as well. Victorian boozer, yeah, isn't Victorian, it, really? Victorian sort of uh, architecture and things. But it's got a and it's got a sloping sort of floor, which is really evident. Um, luckily, yeah, it goes, yeah. it feeds down to the bar, yeah, which is, which is ideal. Yeah, it's quite the way they've, uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> that. Uh, yeah. So you, you're kind of stuck there after a few pints. <laughs> yeah. You seem to be stuck there from the minute you got in there. I, I was, yeah. <laughs> I, I, the bar. I, I went straight yeah. to the bar. Yeah. We, every, all the seats were taken. Um, so I made a beeline to... for the bacon rolls. Yeah, so, bacon yeah, they, they looked after us very well there. Actually, much, much, much needed. much appreciated. The bacon, the hospitality. It was great. So yeah, had some good beers there. Um, what did you I, start off with? Uh, I started off with the Manchester Bitter because I've not had that before. Did you? And um, as people have said, it's... Um, like Bollington's used to be. Exactly. And uh, it is. It is. Mm. Um, so so that was a great one to start with. I then had um, the Rufus, a red oh, ale. See, that was what I started on. Yeah, uh, um, about five-ish, uh, five and a bit percent. Um, really, really good. I'm a huge fan of red ales. And so uh, a red ale, which is actually red as well. Yeah, a really, red, really, sort really of ruby well red. Um, yeah. Obviously served on cask through mm-hmm. a sparkler, as as pretty much it should be. Uh, and um, really, tasty. yeah, had that, and then had the marble stout, which was oh, that was not yeah, yeah. and that Tiny was on, was that on cask. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. I didn't touch the kegs in there. I was just cask all the way did you um, yeah so I, I mean I had one cask and it was like I need fizz I need <laughs> <Yeah>. cold uh, <laughs> it's like cold carbonation so I kind of I, I, st- I did start off with that Rufus and it, for me it was just mar- I'm looking at my own tap notes but marmalade toffee earthy um, slightly bitter it was so well conditioned as you expect it was just really perfect um, but I had to have some kegs so I had um, uh, Great Cubio which is a west coast Yes. Am I saying that right, Great Cubio? Yep. That was a West Coast style beer on keg. That, that was amazing. Um, and I had Iron Marble, which was a bitter. That's collab, I believe. Yeah, it was a collab with, um, I think it was part of the collab series that was arranged by Andy from Elusive, wasn't it? Right. Okay. Um, yeah. I think it was a, I'm actually having a look now. Yeah, it was a 5% English bitter with Iron Pier collab. Oh, they're down in Brighton, from, I think. Gravesend, actually. Oh, originally side, in yeah. Kent. Yeah, yeah. So, and that was really kind of yeah. It was modern. It was sort of like fresh. It was. It worked really well. Um, so yeah, that was Ooh. great. Well, I was very predictable, and I was very predictable, and went for, straight for a pint of pint. I think a lot of people did. Didn't yeah, they? a lot well, of people went that way. You kind of. I, I, I did. Me, I was like. I was all about it. trying the stuff I hadn't had before, so I was like Manchester. <laughs> you were ticking, and yeah, all that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, you, you say that in a derisory. Sort of way. <laughs> I do the same. I was so. going to say, pot. What's the phrase? Pot calling kettle black. Pot kettle yeah. black. Oh yeah, good beer that actually as well. Easy boys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, we finished at Marble. Um, and uh, we then headed over to Cloudwater. And uh, obviously, as, as uh, we may have said before, Tracker also in there on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we went in and uh, had ourselves uh, some beers in there, um, which I think, if I remember rightly, I went for... Might have gone for Cask Sonoma, actually, which, um, as you do. Uh, no, I didn't. I tell a lie. No, they had some Grim on the Well, tanks. they had Grim. So I, I, I was going to say, I was looking through my notes. I had uh, Double Negative. That was the beer I went straight on to. So naturally, went on to a 10% beer within the first couple of hours of being being on the, on the crawl. Um, and it was an Imperial Stout just with, yeah, just a straight up Imperial Stout. 
and that was incredible. Yeah, um, that wasn't the one that I went for. So Grimmer, they're, they're New York, aren't they? They're from New York, from Brooklyn. So again, they're, they're sort of another of the sort of real sort of sought after breweries in 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 that part in that neck of the woods, um, along with Light of the Half and uh, Finback and 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 other guys. So it was great to see they. I think they had two or three different beers from them. They were on. Yeah, on, I had the available. Tesseract, which was eight percent IPA. Um, I thought it was pretty decent. Um, but at that point, um, our pal Rob, Rob uh, Hobzine, Rob. Uh, oh, we, uh, we did a bit of a share. Didn't did a we? bit of a share of a can. He'd got a can of language barrier oh, from Track, God, oh, that was which is a collab. Yeah. And we're all just here. I actually picked up a couple of cans while I was there of that. I just thought um, that is. And we'll come That's on. That's collab, to, isn't it? Actually, yeah, collab with Magnify Brewing Company. Yep. I think it is. Um, yep. That was just absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. So yeah. So basically, um, uh, whilst we were at Cloudwater, our host, if you like, was uh, Connor, who works at Cloudwater. Connor yep, Murphy, Connor, top yeah. guy, really top guy. Yeah. And he he'd sort of said, if anybody wanted a, a look around the brewery, then he was more than happy to uh, take a few of us around. So we moved Which to we the did. unit next yeah. door, yeah, and, and had a look around at all the all the get all the kit they've got in there. Um, and uh, asked a few questions and I mean the one thing we found out actually is that um, units I think 12 and 13 over the road mm-hmm. are going to uh, be taken over by Cloudwater soon so I think they're going to move some of the stuff they've got stored in the brewery over the road which gives them a bit more brewery space because I think they're going to be upgrading their canning line did he say I think, uh, I think there's, so yeah mm. um, there's definitely extra little bits and bobs going on there so ever expanding which is is great news uh, so yeah, had a little look around the brewery, uh, and then we went back upstairs into uh, Cloudwater's own uh, space, and um, then Connor cracked a few bottles open. He did uh, for us, and uh, one of them was the from the Barrel Age set for this year, the the Tall Trees, which was a collab with Keys. Oh, Brewery Keys. Brewery Keys. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, that was a uh, yeah ten and a half percent impy style, and that was. Uh, that was incredible. Pretty damn fine. Yep. Um, um, but I think as well up there they had the uh, Bellwoods. They had a lot of Bellwoods on. There was a tap taker, wasn't there, from th- three Canadian breweries? I think. I think there was. Yeah, there was a couple of ones I hadn't heard of. But Bellwoods, mm. I've kind of come across before. Mm. Friends and family. This year they had a, a couple of amazing beers there. But I saw on the list. I thought because I was with Rob Hopzine and he sort of had a look at the list. Saw Battenberg Cake. Oh. And. Yeah. That's another, that, that's another one that makes you kind of go, oh, yeah. I had to go for that. No, that, that was just a, a buy on side. Um, yeah, I tried a bit of it and it was just crazy. It's, it's You know, we'd often <sighs> said, oh, if only somebody did like a marzipan, marzipan type stout. And, and that was it. Finally, it, it someone had done it. So it yeah. literally mimicked a, a, a Battenberg, which for... Yeah, the jamminess but, of it the, so, and the sponge and the, the marzipan. I'm sure everyone knows what a Battenberg is, but for those that don't, it's just a, a coloured sponge um, with like food dye and then sort of like coated in apricot jam and then yep. you've got marzipan around the around the outside and so that in this beer there was like almond extract apricot jam and Madagascan vanilla beans as well. Yeah, you was kind of picking up all of those individual bits in it, weren't you? It really it smelled like a, like a Battenberg cake. Yeah. The taste maybe not as much. Like that's the only slight mm. downside. Yes, it I didn't think that's quite, why. Yeah, there probably wasn't enough almond on the taste for me. Mm. But then I'm remembering now the t- taste yeah. we had of yours. But yeah, we were all kind of doing the the sniff test. It smelled it like, incredible. Oh my god! Like, yeah, and then you, like you said, incredible. you kind of you just swallowed, didn't taste it, and it was a bit. It was still really, really good. Like 
you know, it was a really interesting sort of uh, concept, and I hope you know, hope, hopefully, we see it again. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we had a, we had a grand old time at Cloudwater, and then yeah, we it was great. Went we, and we had a table save, didn't we? we yeah, yeah, we had a table save as well. So like top top work there from Connor who looked after us and we had a good chat with Connor didn't we like he was really good for good to us yeah yeah absolutely knows the beers inside out super knowledgeable answering our questions that we were bugging him with Um, so yeah (laughs) you two bugging a brewer surely not yeah so that that was great um, so yeah then we wandered on up to uh, Port Street Beer House which uh, in Manchester obviously which is um, long term kind of uh, part of the Manchester scene I think they were one of the first places in Manchester serving kind of more modern styles of beer and all that um, very busy on mm. the streets at that point because well, there's the, Manchester the, Derby the Derby was just about to start wasn't it yeah and, um it just that started was, or just it was just about to start uh, uh, I think it was a five o'clock kickoff. I think yeah because we were a little bit late getting to Port Street because we'd been chatting to Connor so much we and got so lost and you, 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 yeah, got you got lost, lost. my own wheels were starting to loosen a bit by then <laughs> yeah um, we were so. okay we was following Rob and we was absolutely fine even our Uber driver got lost <laughs> there you go so you should have just walked it was only a 10 minute walk um, I know. I know. and so the pub had started emptying by the time we got there for all the people going to the footy so um, we um, we got some beers in and we headed up to the first floor because it's a couple of floors out I'd never been to the first floor before no neither had I um, no. and uh, yeah had a good old time there once we got up to the first floor we saw that Pomona Island which is of course what we're drinking right now had got their own little pop-up bar in the corner yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I was asking the guy actually I sort of said well you guys have got your own tap room and they said yeah we got a tap room at Salford but um, it looks like Port Street occasionally are doing this thing where they'll invite a brewer in to just kind of have a few taps on the, the first floor bar. Um, so, yeah, they, they I had their pail. I was kind of going sessionable at that point to just kind of like uh, pace myself a little bit. I uh, had the Amarillo pail, which was really good. Um, so, yeah, it was a nice place, actually, when it had yeah. emptied out a little yeah. bit. It, <laughs> yeah. was, it was all right. Um, and yeah. then I beat a bit of a retreat and yeah, headed back he through the crowds. Heading uh, south. Um, back south. And we carried on to Beatnik's tap room, which is only just around the corner. Um, you didn't get lost. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Google Maps was working fine. Um, <laughs> Don't rub it in for poor Charles. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, I had a, a quick half of Midtown, which is a, a, a dark porter that got on a taps on that uh, that was on there at the time and um, I was getting a bit peckish at that point so because Beatniks is just over the road from Northern Monk I just ran over the road me, me and Rob Rob Edwards been fr- friend of the show shout out to Rob uh, we, we ran over the road and basically I got myself a half of uh, Timmy Taylor's landlord and another pie um, to, to just, just kind of you know fuel up for the rest of the <laughs> evening um <laughs> Yeah. I, I stayed put and uh, just carried on drinking my beer and was saving myself for the cheese and meat board at um, Cafe Beer Moth. Oh, yes, because that was, that was the next and last stop on a trail, wasn't it? So Steve Beer O'Clock Show, apparently his fuel was the nugs. He went so for yours nugs. And yours were pies. Pies. Yeah. I was living on pies. Yeah. Um, Proper northern grub. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, then we headed over to, to Cafe Beer Moth, which has been a favourite haunt of ours. If we're up in Manchester for gigs or anything like that. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, it's, really uh, it's a great space. Um, it doesn't get that rammed. I know, I'm sure they would probably like more custom, but it's always, you could always usually find somewhere to sit. Um, 
seating can be sometimes if it's busy because it's not I don't think there's loads of because it's quite a spacious sort of venue yeah, yeah it's, it's probably it's, it's not round of seating I don't yeah. think yeah yeah because yeah. um, it's quite a amount of floor isn't space isn't there but so did you get somewhere to yeah. sit oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there was still probably about well, we got 15, there after Steve and Martin and all the rest of the mm. uh, gang had got there, so they managed to secure some tables. So, um, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was good. It was right. It? So you had the meat and cheese platter, yes. which I um, also helped myself to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Got a bit of cheese And they, they do they do great platters there, don't they? Um, so there was that. And then, um, yeah, uh, I think I then... But as this is a beer podcast... <laughs> Rather than a food one. The two go <laughs> also, hand in hand. <laughs> also, what I had to drink because I had the verdant in there, the 50-something or some 50. Some 50, it was called. Yeah, that was... Um, yeah, I had some of that yeah, as well. That was, was really, really good. Um, they, they've just always got a good, a pretty good selection on, haven't they? they Any place that has Taras Bulba on as their house beer all the time is fine by me. Um, got some cask stuff there as well. Always, always, as you say, a good selection of stuff. And so a really good place to, to sort of finish up. And that was the end. That was the. And that was it. That was it, yeah. 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 Um, so big thanks to Stephen Martin of Beer and yeah. Park Show Hopinions for organising it um, and it was great to actually I think they, they mentioned on the show that they, they wanted to spend a little bit longer in each venue and it, it seemed to work really well yeah, yeah, yeah it worked you, well and you, you know they picked out what several of the the, be- the best places in Manchester to go to yeah and you, you really wanted to stay there I mean I had to be dragged out of the Cloudwater place <laughs> yes um, yeah that, you know but there, yeah. there was so many you know so many great places that you that, that was on that on that on that schedule so it was good yeah. uh, obviously though the news is of course yeah, the, the, big, big it's news. the last crimbo crawl yeah because it's now moving to the summer the summer sesh um well, we're happy though yeah because uh in june it is coming to birmingham whoop, whoop. so um i can't see any reason that we wouldn't be there um <laughs> So have a listen to to uh, uh, Beer O'Clock Show podcast because uh, they will give all the details nearer the time. But uh, yeah, it's going to we, be We wrong. will definitely be there. Yeah, um, and, and Birmingham, as obviously we keep saying on here, has got so many places now to... And uh, it's pretty easy to get to, even if you're in London. I mean, it's an hour and 15 minutes on the train. Yeah, um, about an hour and 20 hour if you go up on the Chilton line, yeah. Um, um, so it's it's easy to get from, to. From Manchester, it's like a couple of, just over a couple of hours. So yeah. It, it's well linked and it's such a good, I know we bang on about it all the time, but the scene is, is growing all the time. Totally. And um, talking of which, talking of, of growing. That was a segue, um, wasn't it? There you wow. go, yeah. Um, Seamless. We basically um, went to the Colmore Tap. Well, Vicky and I went to the Colmore Tap oh, on Monday. How was that? I couldn't um, it. So this is Thornbridge's um, own pub in conjunction with the beer distributor Pivovar, and this has been rumoured to be happening for what two, Pivovar, three years. Check where are they from? Um, now they're they're a sort of northern beer oh, distributor, right, right, right. Um, and so they've already uh, been in conjunction with Thornbridge. Uh, the Market Cat up in York that we've been to is uh, one of their. Uh, pubs as well so I kind of knew a little bit of what to expect and I'd hoped it would be as good as that and so yeah we went up there a few days ago and uh, checked it out and um, yeah um, it was everything I'd hoped it would be really um, they spent an absolute fortune so on what was old, there before there it was Lloyd's Bank oh, it was a bank right. yeah Colmore uh, it was an old bank it's been shut for quite some time um, but a lovely um, listed kind of building um, that they've spent an absolute fortune on 
Um, you've got oak panelling, you've got leather seats. You, it, it gives the impression really of being like a sort of fairly upmarket hotel bar, which um, I know some people might go, well, why do I want to drink in a hotel bar? But variety is great because as much as we like going to like tap rooms and sitting on some kind of, you know, rickety benches and all that, it's nice sometimes to go somewhere where you can some have a, a bit, comfortable a bit warmer, seat, a bit yeah. warmer, uh, relaxing. They do great pizza there as well. Um they got a great range of all the Thornbridge uh, cask beers, and because do they have any guest guest beers, or yeah, because yeah, of the Pivo Var involvement, right, they've got right. fierce beer on, oh, cool. and um, I think there's uh, an announcement. I think yesterday they've got some tiny Rebel on, and so it isn't just Thornbridge beers, even though it's the Thornbridge tap. Uh, there's some guests on there as well. The only criticism I had of it was that the lighting was so poor, or so dim, for my poor eyes, um, mm. that uh, you couldn't really see the either the pump clips either on the cask which was quite near the front or yeah. even um, and certainly the guest taps that were on the on the back it was a real struggle to know what was what was on so. yeah I think you're spot on there and somebody else I saw on Twitter had kind of commented on that that you possibly need some down lighters or something on the pump clips because I do love the Thornbridge designer pump clips but things like the ABV of the beer in quite small font on the clips and so uh, it was a bit hard to kind of see that um and I didn't spot, you've, you've got like the big fonts on the bar for some keg beers, but then they've actually got some taps on the back wall so as well. are all the beers served in pints or? They're served in um, halves and pints. So you could technically have a, a pint of barley wine. Yeah. Yes. Uh, now that's my other slight gripe actually, because I said, can I have a third of that It does sound wine? good, but I don't know yeah. if I want a pint of it. <laughs> yeah. It was a Monday night and yeah. I said, can I have a third of that? Oh no, we don't do thirds. You can have a half. And I'm like, yeah, all right then. But I would think that for small uh, small measures of, of big beers like that, you know, 8.5% we're talking Cause here. Because I, I imagine a lot, there'll be a lot of people that will sort of, particularly during this Christmas period, that will stumble upon that yeah. place and not necessarily mm. know about Thornbridge or kind of craft beer and just be like, yeah, I'll have a pint of that. And it's, yeah, this it's like an 8.5%, 8.5%, yeah. 8.5% yeah. you know. Well, you were speaking to um, somebody, weren't you? Dave Weber, yeah. um, Catherine Weber's um, husband. And they'd walked in and he'd almost ordered the Opus as his first beer. And I think he almost ordered it. Um, he, he, um, he'd almost ordered it. He was gonna, initially going to go for a pint of it or yeah, something. Yeah, because he thought it was 6.5% when it yeah, was 8.5%. Because he couldn't... He couldn't um, See it properly. So it's not see. actually a board that you can see what. No, 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 no. It's a proper, you know. It's, it's just it's the your, pump clips. It's your usual pub setup, which Perhaps is. Perhaps that's something they need to think about then, maybe. Either that, I think just possibly a little bit of extra lighting around the, the bar area perhaps or something um it's not it's not a major criticism um because pretty much are. everything else they were doing was was pretty fantastic yeah. so i would urge anybody in the birmingham area to hit colmore row and, and have a look at it it's just around the corner from pint shop on bennett's hill oh, right. um uh, and it's very much kind of competing with pint shop i would say and the pure craft bar in as much as you know, there's a food offering. It's it's a it's a nice, comfy place to drink some beer. Um, it's kind of not really competing with the Wolf and and uh, Burning Old Tap Room or places like that. This is a again, perhaps also competing slightly with Head of Steam in as much as it's the kind of place if you're with non-beery people, you would go there because they've got a good spirits and and wine selection mm. as well. Um, but yeah, definitely worth um, checking out for sure. So, um, yeah, big thumbs up for the, for the Colmore Tap. Um, in the meantime, what are we thinking of this uh, 
Pomona Island. It's actually as it. I'm just thinking it as it's kind of like warmed up slightly. It's more citrus kind yeah. of notes coming through. Initially, I was getting like stone fruit, and now I'm just getting like real citrus fruit. But it's it's, it's pretty a, sharp, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just real sharp citrus. A little bit of bitterness, um, but it's super drinkable. Um, but interesting you said about effort. a little bit of bitterness because initially that was the thing I was almost kind of like, ooh, that was a bit too. It's slightly too bitter for me, but actually, as I'm drinking it, it's it's that classic thing, isn't it? I've probably You're got used to it. To I've acclimatised yeah. to it, so I'm not getting that bitterness now. But which is, from my point of view, is quite an interesting thing because normally I would have just taken a sip of that and gone, "Oh no, I'm not going to try mm. that." But being forced <laughs> to forced uh, to drink it, yeah. drink it. You know, it's, it's really well but, balanced. I mean, it's it's really kind of smooth and. But it's yeah. definitely got that kind of, I'm definitely getting that slightly, yeah, citrusy, grapefruity kind of mm. aftertaste at the back of the, that's what's lingering, I suppose, yeah. more than sort of hot bitterness. But but anyway, yeah, yeah cheers, Adam. Mm. Thank, yes, yeah, thank yeah. you very thanks, much, Thanks Adam. very much, thank much really appreciated. Um, and as I said, I think this is probably my favourite Pomona Island beer that I've had to date. Mm. So, yeah, good stuff. Okay, we got another beer in front of us here. And this beer is from Northern Monk. It's Dancing in the Moonlight. Dancing we- in the Moonlight. There you go. There Thank you go. very much. Uh, it's a <laughs> collaboration with um, Wylam. Mm-hmm. And um, it's an 8.2% uh, double dry hopped, double IPA. And a little bit of uh, little bit of text off the can here. Uh, in 2017, we moved it, moved it with our brethren at Wylam Brewery. The beer was a celebration of hops and a middle finger salute to clickbait articles uh, about hops giving you moobs. Um, last year, we brewed the follow-up, Moobing On Up, uh, so that'll be M people. Um, as the night's draw in, we wanted to bring back the taste of sunshine in a can. This year, we're dancing in the moob light, which, of course, is the play on the awful top loader <laughs> hit of a few years ago. Uh, I can certainly think of a lot better. I thought it was right up your street. No, 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 no. no. I, um, no I have no, to no. say, just looking at the can design here, I do. I, I love the can design. So describe the us the artwork. can. Describe us the can. So the um, to those that don't know, it, the can is of two guys, um, two naked guys. Um, they're in. Is that the why you f- like it then? <laughs> There's a Portman group now. Yeah. <laughs> I know, exactly. Well, they'll be on it straight away. Uh, they're in the sea or a lake or something, and uh, one is holding the other up, and the other is then doing a kind of a, looks like a flying pose. But that is, is that a, like a dance move. Well, yeah. that's a very iconic. Dance move. Dance dance move. move. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but the minute I saw this, I was like, I know exactly where that's, that's come from. Some people might look at that and think, well, that's a weird thing to do. This is a very iconic picture. Okay. Do you know why it's very iconic? Do you know where it's from? I think you're about to tell us. It's it's the it's the famous yeah uh, scene in um, Dirty Dancing, where really? yes, yeah. Patrick Swayze and Jennifer. Oh my god! I've just completely. I was going to say Jennifer Aniston, and it's not Jennifer. No, no, Aniston. it's definitely no, no, no. Um, it wasn't. I've Rob completely either. forgotten her name. <laughs> anyway, yeah, because they're having to learn the lift, and she can't do it when oh. they're trying to do it on the um, 
on, from the floor, so they get her into the lake and... Um, okay. Did she yes. carry a watermelon at that point? <laughs> no, she'd already carried the watermelon. Oh, okay. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but, but kudos for knowing that line from Dirty Dancing. Yeah. What do you mean, <laughs> you, kudos? Yeah. I'm going to be openly ridiculed. It's no, the you, only line I know. Yeah. You've clearly lived with me for too long. That's your problem, darling. There you go. So, um, there we go. Let's talk... Let's, should, we, should we talk about the beer? Moving on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the beer. It's. I must admit, I've smelt it, and then I looked at the hot bill, okay. and there's a particular hop that I'm not a big fan of. Personally, oh, uh, Enigma. Enigma. Uh, I'm getting. Uh, I, I'm getting. I just get. I just get f- like past like f- like loads of kind of herbs and uh, sort herbaceous. of uh, herbaceous, herbaceous, herbaceous man. dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> chai. I get like chopped chives. Before, leeks. before you said the kind of herbaceous kind of thing, I was thinking like I, I, petrol. Just, Petro- yeah. I was thinking petroleum distillate no. on the nose. Or BP4 core. <laughs> Unleaded. Unleaded, <laughs> for sure. Anyway, well, let's just dig in. Yeah, Cheers. okay. It's, super, it's really orangey as well, actually. Yeah, it's, it's, not very, very, it's not really but pale. Anyway. It's certainly not nowhere near as aromatic as um, the Pomona Island one. That was, like you said, that was all the... Okay, this the is quite different, isn't it? It's really different. Uh, there's no finish on it. There's, yeah, do you know what I mean it, by it that? vanishes, it, it doesn't goes. it? It's, it's quite dry. It just sort of like dissipates really quickly. It just like, it sort of goes off a cliff edge, doesn't it? <laughs> you, really? You've got this like assault of the flavours in your mouth and then when you sort of swallow it, it just goes. Yeah, There's no, yeah that's interesting, that. Yeah. Mm. It's sort of quite quite. But unusual. it's a really weird taste profile actually, isn't it? I'm not sure I'm a massive fan of this. Uh, yeah, like I, I thought I would be. I got to be honest. I never had the other two in the in the series. The first one I had the uh, oh, that was um, I like to move I like it to move it move yeah. it. That was really really good. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the one last year. It's moving on up. Yeah, right, okay. Moving, moving on, on up. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether I like it. It's not bad. It's not. But is it screaming offensive. north? Is it is it screaming northern Monk and Wylam at you? Uh, no, mm, Exactly. It's interesting. Uh, so, yeah, just for those interested, uh, hops are Vic Secret, Enigma, Ella, Topaz, and Ella, Citra. Ella, Ella, Ella. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're going to need that umbrella this, this, later. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need that umbrella. It's going to um, rain in a minute. Interesting. Um, Topaz seems to be Australian hop, I think, turning up in quite a lot of beers at the moment. So this this is this sounds like pretty much an Australian sort of Southern Hemisphere hop beer. Because you've got Vic Secret, Vic Secret, yeah, Australian Enigma, Australian Ella, Australian. What's the other one? Topaz and Citra. Like well, Citra is obviously American, but Topaz. I don't know where that's from. I don't really know what Topaz brings. Funny enough, it is no, it is Australian. It is it's Australian. Um, it's been around a little while, actually. Sorry, going off on a bit of a tangent here, but yeah, it's Australian multi-purpose. You should get lychee and sort of clovey, spicy sort of flavours from Topaz. I think Topaz. perhaps a hint of spice coming through. But the thing is, the the hop um, kind of there's because there's a multitude of hops here, like a right hop cocktail. Um, <laughs> hop you're not tail. quite uh, a hop tail. Yeah, it does say is it, is it 36 grams a litre. That's um, really, really high. I uh, can't see that it says that anywhere. Um, I just checked it on online and it is it's it is 30, 35 grams a litre. Okay. Which is an extremely 
uh, high for, yeah. for a hopping rate. So, so you think a lot of the, the cloud water sort of like double IPA is around 20. Um, this is you know almost double yeah. that. So that may explain yeah. why it's it's I mean super aromatic and you get a lot initially, but as you say, it kind of dies off quite. It's very quickly actually. Yeah. It's for me. It's to, it's got the savoury smell, which I just cannot get away yeah, from. Yeah, see, I'm not getting savoury smell, but it's no not tropical not, fruit. After the last, like the yeah. Pomona Island was just really. The Pomona, yeah, was just fruit juice, kind of like. Um, this is almost kind of like for me. It almost has no um, smell at all. Yeah. Really. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not getting. getting it, no, I do get a quite strong smell, but no, it's not a smell I particularly like. Um, personally, again, it's all it's all down to absolutely individual taste. Yeah. But, um, but I thought I'd give it a whirl. You know, it's not bad. It's not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not. It's not good. It's just not my sort of favourite. Yeah, combination of like hops, really. But yeah, okay. Fair play. Fair um, play. Well, um, let's move on to um, what the beer blogging world used to, maybe still does, call Golden Pints, which is their sort of look back at the year. Um, We've got a few categories here. Um, We're just going to sort of talk briefly, you know, um, what what things have really uh, ticked our boxes this year, uh, beer-wise, and um, and see whether or not uh, we agree. Um, So what I kind of thought we would do is we kind of, I've got the categories up here, not every single one, but some of them. And we'll just kind of uh, go around the table on uh, what we think uh, first category is best small pack beer. And um, yeah, as I've got my notes in front of me. um, (laughs) You go first. (laughs) Yeah, I'll go first because I've got them on a piece of paper. Um, So for me, best small pack beer... Um, I've got I've got three kind of listed here. Um, so, Cloudwater CY18 Sabro Chinook. Um, that was part of their. Oh um, yes, that was good. Uh, part of their uh, series of um, where they'd selected the hops from. Um, Hadn't they gone to America or yeah, something? Yeah, they specifically the, the, selected yeah. all their hops. Yakima, was it? It was Yakima, wasn't it? And they basically hand-selected the hops and got exactly what they wanted. And um, for me, uh, one of the, the hops of the year, actually, not that this is a category, but uh, Sabro. I've re- discovered that I really like Sabro, giving you kind of like coconut and pineapple kind of uh, notes. And um, that... The Sabro Chinook was was superb beer. Uh, the other ones, uh, we talked about it already, Track uh, Collab, which was Language Barrier, um, which was that coconut stout, which was fantastic. That was the collab with Magnify Brewing uh, from New Jersey. And the other one, Thornbridge Necessary Evil, which was an insanely mm. good MP stout. So that's my small pack beers. Um, who wants to go next? Uh, I can go next. Yeah, so, what you got? Uh, what you got? I've got so for me, um, a Tint Meadow. Tint Meadow, of course. The local Trappist beer. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Haze Lenut, which was the patron project porter with uh, the Northern Monk patron project. That was a, a hazelnut. Hazelnut porter. You like your hazelnut beers, I don't love you? Hazelnut beers. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, but probably if I was to have to pick the absolute, my favourite, interestingly, was the Double R Diner, which is the, uh, the Fruited Goes. From? From Pressure Dot, Pressure, blah, 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 blah. 
Pressure drop. <laughs> Shall I try that again? Try that again. <laughs> From pressure drop. That's collab, weren't it? I dare, was it? With who? Yeah, I can't remember who now. No, um, I yeah. I've only written down pressure drop, sorry. That's okay. Um, yeah, I tried a bit of that. I thought it was really good. You sort of discovered... I think a little bit of your kind of fruited gozes mm. this year, haven't you, that yes. you, you quite like? Yes. Um, yes, there might be a bit of a pattern emerging in my... Um, in, in some your of selections. these categories, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, so that's your that's your best small pack yeah. uh, choices. Yeah. Charles, what's what's been hitting it for you in that category? Yeah, I think for me, like, I'm actually... It's easy to go with what you've most recently had, mm. but mm-hmm. I'm actually going to go with something I had quite early in early in the year, actually, kind of like February sort of time, um, and that was Anniversary Coward by Buxton and Omnipolo. Oh, um, that was the newer sort of renamed version of uh, Yellowbelly, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. it ah, was. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we never had that. Yeah, either. it's basically yeah for me. It's a thirteen percent. You know, pastry start with peanut butter, vanilla, chocolate chip cookie. Um, and it was an anniversary beer to celebrate five years of Yellow Belly. Mm-hmm. So when Yellow Has Belly been first... Going that long? Yeah, it's been wow. going that long. And oh, it's just incredible. I, I, I shared it probably... I bought two cans from the web shop, shared both of the cans, and I think everyone I shared it with was like, yeah, this is, this is as good as it gets uh, for me. Um, so that was great. And a little shout-out, actually... Uh, a bit random, but Neon Raptor Telemetric. Mm-hmm. I had that not that long ago, probably a couple of months ago. And that was as close to a US sort of like hop yeah. sort of beer I've had. They're um, doing some good stuff, aren't they, Neon Raptor? They do some really good stuff. Nottingham based. Not, not just hoppy stuff as well. They do some really good stouts, kind of, they yeah. do some good sours, sour IPAs, that kind of thing. But that was amazing, Telemetric. So yeah, those are my two, really. Ah, oh, good stuff. Right, next category, best keg beer. Um, mm. I got a couple down for this. Um, one of them that I remember was um, Green Cheek, Happily Deceased. Wow, that was good. That was really Green good. Cheek from the US. Uh, that was when Cloudwater had a tap takeover of some West Coast American breweries, Modern Times, Green Cheek. And there's another that was one. Incredible. I yeah. can't remember now. Um, oh, that was the Indie Man weekend, wasn't it? It was Indie Man weekend, yeah. And um, yeah, the, the Green Cheek, happily deceased, seven point three percent West Coast IPA, was an absolute, you know, classic example of the style. Um, and it was super fresh as well as you'd expect. So that that was one. And uh, the other one is Daya. This time last year double IPA uh, had that over at the drawing board bottle shop in Leamington uh, they'd got that on tap um, which a little bit of a crazy kind of thought actually that there's a beer an 8% beer on tap in Leamington uh, you know what I mean it's, it's amongst all the other places serving up but not just an 8% beer an 8% stout or porter or whatever it was it was that? a dipper dipper oh was that a dipper oh yeah, that wasn't yeah. the stout one then no oh, no no sorry. no no um and yeah, that was one of my favourite day of beers ever, actually. That was absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this time last year, an amazing double IPA. Um, Vicky, what's your my picks were... for the keg ones? Um, so I'd always, if, oh, I'd always kind of go Jet Black Heart, Brewdog, although 
tried it recently and wasn't quite as impressed with it but um but the two that absolutely stood out for me this year were two that i had in the apothecary tap in banbury oh right yeah uh, when we went there in the summertime um the first one was called tonic which was an india pale late india pale lager um and it was by mccall's brewery okay um so northern ireland and um yeah it kind of was all a bit like it was very much kind of the gin and tonic vodka and tonic kind of um flavors even though we were calling it a lager um but the one that absolutely i loved that day was time and magic which was a fruited sour by elusive brewing ah absolutely just down in berkshire andy parker yeah yeah nicest man in brewing Yeah. yeah And um, this is what I'm saying. You're getting a bit of a theme here. I've another, gone double R diner. Now I've gone time of magic. Yeah. And it was really interesting going through this list because I'm like, oh, that's another fruited sour. Oh, that's another fruited sour. Oh, that's a yeah. goose. Oh, that's yeah. a, oh. So, Do you uh, think perhaps that the, the kind of saltiness that you get in a goose uh, in conjunction perhaps with some of them now using lactose mm. kind of rounds off them to the point it makes it more accessible than a, like a traditional goose? Yes, I agree with that. But also I'm wondering if there's a little bit of, as much as I absolutely love people like Verdant Glass House, um, all the New England IPAs, I can yeah. I could drink New England IPAs and the Juicy Pails and all of that forever. But I think there's a little bit of the fruited gozes, the fruited sours. Is it that it's a new taste that I've not had before? So it's kind of, it's recent for want of a better word resetting the palate is it kind of I don't know it's just something different to have rather than the juice bombs or whatever mm. so oh, yeah, there, you don't know. there you go um, Charles what's your uh, ones on this category this is a pretty tough category for me as you know I, I don't drink out of a lot of cast beer no we're on keg beer at the sorry moment. keg still uh, right we're on keg beer sorry <laughs> <laughs> oops just start again there <laughs> yeah anyway skipped ahead uh, keg beer probably for me um the one I had at Indyman by a brewery called Arclight, which I'd never sort of come across. Um, it was a beer. It was a beer called Soursmith Black Raspberry. I don't know if you got to try that at all. No, at Indyman. no, no, I no. didn't see it. It was absolutely incredible. I mean, it was literally like raspberry jam. Ooh. It was so sweet and raspberry forward. I mean, you know, I eat raspberries on a daily basis with my, my, my porridge and stuff, and like I got so much raspberry from it. It was incredible. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Simple, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, moving on to cask beer, of which I'll be honest, I don't drink a huge amount of it. Um, I prefer to, um, if I if I drink it, I I'm drinking it somewhere I know serves it well. Um, for me, the one that stood out was a um, Cloudwater Dry Stout. So it was a Cloudwater beer, um, uh, in conjunction with, funnily enough, Green Cheek again. Um, and that was a uh, cocoa, almonds and orange zest dry stout, uh, which was absolutely superb. Had that yeah, up it was the really old, different, old post wasn't it? Office it was really, really different Warwick. for, for yeah. a cask-style beer. A lot I think on. it was just those little adjuncts in it that, that gave it a little extra edge of things like that. There's just And they were done in such a, a tasteful way, you know, just a hint of orange zest, a hint of almonds, kind of sweetening it just a little bit. Uh, for me, that was that was great. Um, Honourable mention to uh, old classics, Harvey's Dark Mild, of which we uh, tried when we was down in London at the... Um, 
at the Royal Oak uh, in London, one of the few Harvey's pubs uh, in London. And uh, also, as we probably mentioned earlier as well, uh, Marble Rufus Red Ale on cask um, was stunningly good. Uh, and I like my red ales, hoppy red ales. So those those are my nominations for the cask mm. category. Um, for me, I'm not, I'm not sure that I can put anything. Yep. I literally went through my untapped for the whole year and put two down that I'd kind of um, had scored the, the, the highest, if yeah. you like. Um, but I think I don't hate cask beer, but it's not one of those things where I'm like, none of it ever stands out for me as the most memorable stuff. I seem to get more memorable things from either keg or small pack. Um, I think so. in terms of styles... The more cutting-edge styles aren't appearing on cask, no. obviously. As I say, I'm quite happy to drink a perfectly, like you say, a perfectly well-kept cask. mild yeah, or something like that. Yeah, cask beer. And you've already mentioned the Harvey's. Yeah, that yeah. was nice. But it's never anything that kind of is really that memorable for me. It never stands out that much for me. So mm. I'll... I'll forgo this category. Okay, no problem. <laughs> Charles, have you drunk any cask beer yeah, this year? As I said before, I kind of jumped the gun a little bit with, with what I said before, but I did try something actually quite locally, um, which did impress me actually, because it wasn't something I thought would work well on cask, on, on the cask dispense form. Mm. Um, it was a New England Pale Ale, 4.6%. So okay. immediately you're thinking, like, yeah, New keg, that's yeah, going yeah, to be yeah. the way forward. Uh, it was called War Against Reality, so it was a collab with Wild Weather and New Lion Brewery, yeah. which is a brewery I know quite well. Um, it's in Totnes down in Devon. Um, oh, and Wild Weather are sort of Reading and Wild, Wild Weather, Berkshire, aren't they? Yeah, Red, yeah, Reading Way. So quite close to sort of like where Siren is and, and, yeah. and all that. And this was a 4.6% yeah, New England beer, which just really worked. It was really shone through. Yeah. And it, the keg, the, sorry, the cast was in great condition. It was fresh on the day that I had it. Um, and yeah, just really enjoyed it. But as I said, I've not had a great deal, um, probably to my own, you know, downfall. I've not had a lot of cast beer generally, but that's just my own preferences. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've had some great stuff at Marble, both the yeah. time that we went on Saturday and a couple of months back after Indie Man when I went as well. Yeah, um, I had I had a beer called Cross Collar, which a couple of months ago was incredible. Um, it's a West Coast style beer, which mm-hmm. really really shone through. But yeah, um, that, I think you're a bit. I don't like have me. a lot to add, really. No, I on think this you're category. a bit like me in that category, yeah. aren't you? You're kind of a bit like you're quite happy drinking it, but it never really. Well, the, the, the our local the local place that we go to quite often um, as a sort of a group is is well known for looking after the beers mm. and but they tend to have an amazing keg selection. Yeah. So I just tend to have <laughs> what's that. on keg, but yeah, yeah. and I'll probably overlook some stuff that's on cast. So. Yeah. Maybe next year, maybe I need to sort of be a little bit more experimental and and try other stuff. But you just got to drink what you enjoy drinking. Absolutely. If you enjoy drinking keg, great. If you enjoy drinking cast, great as well. Well, you said it earlier, didn't you, about... Was it when you said you were at Marble, you had one pint or half a Rufus or something? Yeah, I started off with it. I had a pint of Rufus. Switched over to the fizz. And then you had to go to the keg because you needed the... I need the fizz. I need the coals. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Okay, um, so the next category is Best Festival. Um, now, I think I've actually done quite a... Not, not a massive amount of festivals, but... Um, well, have you I mean, you done sort of half a dozen, maybe? Not quite, maybe, yeah. I think, um, 
you know, there's we've probably yeah nearly half a dozen or something like that, which is more than we normally do. Um, for me, stand out still probably Indie Man. It's it's so hard to um, not rate that. Uh, mainly, like we've said before, because the the building is iconic and everybody brings their A game. You know, they get some American breweries to come over and stuff. So, I think Indie Man. But honourable mention to Beer Central, which uh, had its inaugural year in Birmingham. Yeah, this year that was great um, and uh, unusual for the area. You know, being a, an all in ticket, um, hundred mil pours. And the fact that you could just run around like a kid in a sweet shop, just having a hundred mil of this, hundred mil of that, and you know maybe because it was its, its inaugural year, I don't know, but it wasn't too busy that mm. you, you couldn't just walk up to a bar and get a beer. And this is obviously the problem with if you're having small pours, if you're queuing for those small pours, mm. you know that's really annoying. But that wasn't the case uh, this time at all. So and and that's yeah. why that one's my beer um festival of the year yeah yeah i i'm again sometimes with a lot of these things it's the what mood you're in the time the place the Mm. weather the you know so many things there's a lot of uh things isn't there i think beer central was the first time we'd done an all-in ticket yes it was and i just really i was really quite happy just Wandering around, looking at the ta- at the different breweries, and going, "Oh, that looks interesting. How I have a hundred mil of that, please?" And just yep. handing my glass over, getting that, wandering off again. And by the time I'd got to another bar that looked a bit interesting, I'd finish that one, and I was like, "Right, yes, please, next one." So, yeah. Um, that did it for you. And obviously, yeah. the great news is that Beer Central is is coming back next year. Um, in a slightly different venue. It's only a few hundred yards away from, from where it was this time. Uh, Digbeth Arena, um, which not 100% sure about. I know they've put some gigs on there, and I thought it was an outside venue. But, but tickets are available now, yeah, I think, tickets from are now. Tickets already on so sale, yeah. Um, snap them up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm to be looking at going again, because I think oh, it's, great. Uh, it's a good yeah. festival. It's only going to get better as well yeah. Yeah. as it gets out. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, more people so hear there you about go. it. Um, Charles, what, what was your festival pick? Yeah, again, probably been for me personally, it's been probably a little bit quieter on the festival front. I probably mm. didn't do as many as I did last year. Um, but, and it, again, it's sort of down to the experience that you had and who you were with. But for me, I did, I did friends and family for the first time the this year. Festival. The Cloudwater yeah. Festival, which with all the drama that unfolded on Friday night, Saturday morning, it did still go ahead and it, it was incredible. The, the beer list was incredible. The atmosphere was great. Yeah, I just had a great time. And the venue was good in the end. Yeah. So, yeah, really enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, had, had the potential to be a complete and utter disaster. It could have been actually, a complete disaster. Yeah. But they, they rescued they really, it, didn't they? They really rescued it. Yeah. So, shout out to them. And I'm going to be going next year again for sure. Yeah. Uh, Indie Man as well was great. You know? Yeah. Um, obviously, I've been a few times now. Um, but, yeah, there's no surprises with Indie Man. You know what you're going to get. Yeah. And it's still one of the best. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it really for yeah, me. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, next category, best venue. So with venue, do you mean sort of like pub, tap room, kind of bar, any, anything? Any of those places, I think, really. Yeah. Uh, or, is it, or is it sort of a beer destination? Because I, so I was not quite sure about. Um, I've I've taken it to be just a specific venue, really. That you can drink in. Yeah, so right. my... Um, 
You're going to steal what I'm going to say, I reckon. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I don't. Probably. No, I'm, no, I know. I definitely am not, actually. Um, mine is the Colmore, Ooh. which ah. seems like a bit of a knee-jerk reaction because I've only been once and it only opened last week. But I was so impressed with... Uh, what Thornbridge have have done with this brand new venue, spent a fortune on it, making a really upmarket uh, place, really comfortable place to to sit and and drink beers, and and have a great selection of incredibly well kept cask beers and some really interesting keg options as well, including their you know they had their two sours on on keg, which is 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 a kind of crazy thing to think about really um you know that you would have those on tap in a, in a pub like that um and they do great pizza as well with beer dough is the base of their <laughs> of their pizzas i like um, the sound of that yeah they've if you go down to the to the basement i forgot to say this earlier actually if you go down to the basement they've got a pool table so within its own little room um so and and just everything about the place is is worth checking out so for me um definitely the colmore um, Vicky, what's your best Mine? Venue? Yep. Again, it's another place that does uh, really good pizzas. Mm-hmm. Is there a theme going on here? Uh, mine is Pem- Pembry Tavern in London. Oh, oh great <laughs> shout. Yeah, okay. Great shout. Damn it. Someone might get that from you too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was looking through all, all the venues that I checked into earlier mm. and I suddenly came across that one. I was like, that's a, yeah, that's a really good place. So, yeah, um, just to give a bit of background to that, and we may have talked about it at the time, but we did a little bit of crawl around Hackney didn't we back in February I think it was Uh, we went to the experiment first and then we went around the corner to the Pembury and it's a great place isn't it it's brilliant really great place amazing cask beer so owned by Five Points Brewery Um, so you go there and have your railway porter or or, um, Five Points Pale or you know Hook Island Red when it's available Um, yeah really top place so yeah great shout on that particular one um, Charles, obviously. Yeah, uh, sorry, what, Charles. Yeah, yeah so sorry, what, Charles. You've got to follow it, that one now. As well? <laughs> yeah, you slightly stole my thunder there. Um, do you know what? I think we've seen a lot of new places open up this year mm. around Birmingham, particularly around Sturchley. And I really enjoyed going to Cork and Cage. Yeah. Uh, good. good shout. So yeah, apart yeah, from yeah. Pemory Tavern, I'm yeah. going to say Cork and Cage because I love the atmosphere in there. Yeah. I love the variety that you got as well. So yep. you can get your, you can get some interesting lambics. You can get some um, really good sort of pale ales if you just want to go simple. They've got yep. palna uh, palana on on tap and yeah. and a really good tu- and a real yeah. good Turkish yeah. you know yeah. small plate menu. So that's right. The food there is great. The we've, food's really we've good. We've eaten there a couple of times. Really great. Um, yeah, it was there a few weeks back, weren't we? Uh, and uh, you, you ordered a, a basket of foufoon, didn't you? I had you? a foufoon. I had my <laughs> first, on foufoon, first yeah. ever foufoon there. And, uh, yeah, that's that's one of those classic places where yeah. when it's when there's not many people in it, it's absolutely brilliant. When it's when there's a few people in, and it needs to magically double or triple its size. <laughs> yeah, when it's when it will stay perfect. When it's all the super time. busy, it it is a little bit packed in there. And that's just they're just in that respect a victim of their own success really. Um but yeah, great shout on that. It's it's, yeah, it's a great place doing their own thing, very distinct thing. Yeah, and as, as, and the, but also you know, we could we could we could name quite a few on that on that mile, but mm. yeah. That that's kind of yeah, right up there that one. Mm. So um yeah. Yeah, good shout, yeah. Um right now this is an interesting category best tap room I think this could sort of be a bit of a debate on what qualifies as a tap room or not 
Um, is it that it is part of the brewery? Yeah, just where the brewery is on site, I think. Okay, well, in which case then, <laughs> I think I'm breaking the rules. Um, my nomination is Northern Monk Refectory, but I was going to say the Manchester one because I really like the space at Manchester. Obviously, the brewery isn't there, though. The brewery's at the Leeds one, and the Leeds one is great as well. Um, but I, I like the Manchester one. You've got a sort of choice of seating areas and... Um, you got some cask lines on there as well as the keg stuff. And so if that breaks the rules, I don't know. I don't care, but I'm saying Northern Monk Refectory. And that's nothing to do with the fact that I'm a shareholder. And also nothing to do with the fact that you ate two of their pies last week. Pies, yeah. <laughs> you ate hashtag, all the pies. Hashtag pies, yeah. Um, so that's my shout for that. Uh, mine is going to be uh, Twisted Barrel at um, Coventry. Good shout. I, I do like that. I do really like that space. It's really it can, good. It can sometimes feel a little bit cold at this time of year, but actually, if you get enough people in there, it's I don't know. It's just they've just done it really well. And it's yeah. I just it's a big old space. I, you can see all the brew kit there. Yeah. Um, they usually have a food pop up, vegan food pop up. Um, yeah, we spent a lot of time there. Um, uh, Again, it, it there's a little bit of it comes down to I suppose most of the time we go with lots of friends because uh, obviously it's local. So. We've had some good social gatherings yeah, so there. Yeah, we've had some we? good socials yeah. there and stuff. But no, I just think it's a really nice space. I, I just like it. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, good one. Good one. What about you, Charles? Yeah, I think, I mean, again, kind of go, staying local. I know we mentioned them a lot, but uh, I've really enjoyed going to Glasshouse. Mm. Yeah. And they've been there you know, a few times now this year. And um, it's... You know they they've they've really thought out the space. The, the, sorry, the space is really well thought out. Yeah. Um. There's lots of seating areas. There's there's obviously their amazing beers on tap, but also the street food vendors they tend to be getting in as well, like um some really good sort of like um they've had um as we know um Brad Carter. There was a pop-up there. They've had that was that, that was a great pop-up. Hughes were insane. Hughes were mental. That's what happens when you get a Michelin-starred chef this like, is serving it. food there. Yeah. This is it. But they've had some more local guys. Like there's a guy called Andy Low and Slow. So yeah. really like yep. slow-cooked meats. Um, they've also had. I think they've had Patty Men there as well. Yeah, Patty Men have been there before as well. Yeah. So again, you, it's a real all-round experience there. You've got amazing beer and amazing food, and it's local. Um, yep. But I haven't been to a great deal of other tap rooms this this year. I must mm. admit, mm. you know, I think when I think of great tap rooms in the UK, I kind of think of Nor- um, Northern Monk. Yep. I think of Magic Rock. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, those sort of guys. But you know, the, don't forget what's down in London now with the Colonel. Yeah. We haven't been to. That's on the um, list for for 2020. Yeah, the experiment. I really enjoyed going to the experiment yep. this year. Yes, that was that good. was interesting because yeah, yeah, pressure yeah. drop of massively, massively, yeah. uh, sort of announced themselves. Not announced themselves. They've been around a while, but really sort of like they made the mark. Yeah, they, 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 they really yeah. made the mark this year. Yeah. So to see them alongside Verdant is is fantastic. So, yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. Good one. Um, so actually, that brings us on to category of best UK brewery. After a fair amount of thought, I think um, I find it tied for me, really, between Ooh. Glasshouse and Daya. I know we shout about Glasshouse mm. all the time and blah, 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 blah. People are getting sick of hearing me go on about them. But equally, Daya have just put <laughs> some amazing stuff out um, this year. Um, and with an honourable mention of Pressure Drop, who who basically are, are nailing all the styles at the moment. The the double R diner goes that we were talking about, yes. but also for me their Bosco um, pressure West Coast. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, that was one of the best 
West Coast uh, kind of bitter kind of IPAs that I've had from a UK brewery this year. So shout out to them as well. We've done some okay. great stuff. Uh, yeah, mine was, again, slightly uh, tied between Glasshouse again. Sorry for everybody, uh, but I'm sure Josh will be happy. Yeah. Um, and uh, probably Verdant. Yeah, Glasshouse and Verdant. Yeah. You know, again, it's one of those things where Verdant, obviously, you do see in a lot of places. Hopefully, in the next year or so, we'll you'll have a similar experience UK-wide in Glasshouse. But it's one of those things where you kind of, if you see one of those beers on a tap, you, you're going to pick in it. Go for you're it. picking so, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. So. Oh, good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine has been actually North Barinko. Ah, yeah. I, I'm going to give them my UK brewery for the year because they've nailed um, a few different styles this year. We've seen the triple fruit goes. Mm. We've seen They're them. masters of that, aren't they? They've done some amazing sort of just simple pale ales, but they've done some great double IPAs. They've done some great stouts. Um, I think we bit of a preview. We might be having one in a bit. Yeah. Let's hope this one lives up to your expectations. Yeah, yeah. I think they're I waving don't. flags. Yeah, I just um, think, I just think they're great. Yeah, the waving, waving flags. flags. Yes. Really good beer. Yeah. I just think they've been so consistent and yeah. what they've released. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's... For whatever it means, Good shout. that's my, that's yeah. my, that's my uh, award. Uh, this one, next category, best artwork, is something that is a little bit difficult to... Yeah, it's um, a little bit of a curveball. Yeah. For me, I've always loved what Northern Monk do, especially with their patrons projects and the peelback label. You know, stuff like that is is fantastic. The photography, um, uh, the, sort yeah. of the, the imagery they use is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but for me, and this this is possibly slightly controversial in as much as I actually didn't get a chance to try the beer, but their cereal milk IPA, um, which with is that Drew Millwood, Drew Millwood, who is yeah. one of my favourite artists, yeah, he's um, absolutely brilliant artist, and so the the whole thing with that was fantastic, and I think there was a limited edition cereal box that also <laughs> kind of like uh, was issued as well. So um, the whole concept of that was was fantastic. So for me, yeah. Northern Monk totally nailing it. Yeah, fair shout. I've I'm going to be controversial. Well, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to be a bit rebellious here. Okay. I'm not. You're going to say Colonel? No. <laughs> they no, We all know <laughs> deep down that they win every category anyway, but we just have to give the other other breweries a chance. So. Yeah, I'm not going that curveball. I'm I'm not partic- choosing a particular one particular can or one particular um, beer. Um, I'm choosing a whole brewery okay and that's brew york mm, there brew is york. there yeah. is an element of um i just love every single can design that they do it's just yeah i mean it's it's each one is kind of slightly different but they yeah. keep the core template yeah. don't they um yeah good shout yeah. yeah good shout um charles uh, again, it, this this the answer really ties in with you know the last category, which was best brewery, um, and I've really thought the artwork on North Brewing Cans have been has been tremendous. That kind of the, that symmetrical the symmetrical sort of designs by a company called Refold, which is a, gra- a graphic design company from Leeds. Um, they design all, all of the cans, and yeah, they're just very distinctive. Yeah, each can release has been really you know. We, we're lucky and we're seeing them down in our local bottle shop and they, they really do stand out. They stand think, out on the uh, shelf, don't they? It's really different. Um, so, yeah, that's that's oh, my, my yeah, nice one. award, really. 
Okay, this was a tricky one. Best overseas brewery. Um, I've drunk a little bit of American beer this year. Um, obviously, we did a show a couple of episodes ago, didn't we? We had some Finback cans on um, and had some other half stuff at Indie Man. But bizarrely for me, um, the best overseas brewery is actually Marsbrow because I wow. absolutely loved their AU um, lager. Um, super malty, but super flavoursome uh, lager. And also they'd got a collab on at Beer Central back in the summer that was, was fantastic. So very much a, a Bamberg uh, lager specialist. But yeah, their beers are amazing. So Marsbrow. There you go. Um, I'm going to, uh, what's the word? I'm abstain from abstain. this category. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I'm going to abstain from this category. Okay, I, no problem. I'm don't. You I don't probably, drink anything from well, other countries. <laughs> I probably have had some overseas, but beers, not enough but to not enough to form an opinion. Yes, thank yeah. you. Thank okay. you for saying my words for me because I seem to have lost them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Charles. Think, best um, overseas brewery. This is this, this is a really tough category. I mean. We've been lucky this year that we've seen with, with sort of friends and family, mm-hmm. with with Indie Man, we've seen a lot more sort of US breweries kind of treading their you know, treading their sort of feet into the market mm. over here. So it's it's a tough one. I mean, I've had some amazing beers from Trillium, Treehouse and Monkish and Other Half and mm-hmm. all those kind of hype breweries and they've all been brilliant. So I I can't pick a winner. Okay. There's, there's too many. Too many. Okay, that's, that's... I've not had. I probably haven't had enough yeah. from each individual brewery, so I've drunk more UK stuff. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So moving on to the last category, uh, and this is best beer communicator. So what I take that to be is either say podcasts, um, blogs, or writers. Um, and for me, um, in terms of podcasts, I really enjoy what the Sheffield Hopcast are doing. Um, I think there's a real um, blend of personalities on the, of the four guys that put their podcast together. And it's mm. always a pleasure to listen to. Um, it, it makes you feel like you're kind of sat with them having a beer. Um, so, yeah, love what they're doing. Yeah, um, definitely. And then also in terms of the blog category, uh, Mark Johnson um, who who came along to the Crimbo Crawl the other week as well. Top guy and his blog covers all sorts of, of topics, sometimes topics that are perhaps a little bit, you know, within his blog you can read about football and then you can read about mental health and then you can read about beer and all sorts of stuff and all written about really from the heart. So, yeah, that's that gets my vote for best blog of the year. So I'm a participant in a podcast. I'm not a... Um, I've consumer. Been, I'm not a consumer of beer communication. Okay. I, I see a little bit on Twitter, but so again, unfortunately, I'm going to have to abstain from this category. Okay, no problem. Charles, what's, I, what's yeah. been doing it for you? I know you I listen probably, to a few podcasts. I was going to say, I probably just, I probably don't read many of the blogs. Maybe I will do. Now you've mentioned some of, some of the people. Mm-hmm. But probably my main sort of favourite sort of medium of, of, of um, communicating, so to speak, would be podcasts. And just looking down my list, you know, <laughs> again, alphabetically, Beer O'Clock Show, um, love yep. what they do. They're still the pioneers. They've still been there since, They're since still day the pod one. Fathers. They're still the podfathers. So big shout out to those guys. Uh, Binomicon, so that's a podcast I regularly listen to. Yep. Uh, I'll try and scoot through these as quick as I can. Uh, fermentation. 
Brewing, uh, beer Brewing Radio, which is by Emma Inch. Yep. Really enjoy that. Um, I really enjoy some of the good beer hunting. Hot Forwards. Again, we, we met Nick, didn't we? We met Nick, didn't we? Nick, on the Crimbo Crawl, uh, yeah. I love what he does. It's very thought-provoking, very um, interesting and engaging. So I love that one as well. Um, I've also been behaving badly. Shout out to those guys. Yeah. They keep on, you know... The East Midlands it. Massive. East yeah. Midlands Massive. Yeah. Um, been great. Shefford Hotcast, as you said. Yeah. Fantastic again. Um, and to, to, to the bubble, which is Johnny Johnny Garrett, uh, Johnny Garrett. Yeah, that's been really interesting. And Triple Hopped, it's another new one. I've, I've yeah, really I listen to those guys too. Yeah, and again, they've really sort of with their sound quality, really up to the mark now. Yep. they've really been hitting some pretty good heights. And yeah, there you go. That's it. Well, the only thing, uh, and I'm I'm probably going to shy away from this really. Uh, so those those pretty much our thoughts on 2019 predictions for 2020. It's a really tough thing to kind of come up with. You know, I would like it to be the resurgence of of mild, great cask mild, <laughs> no. but that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Or, or the other thing I'd love to see happen is uh, really well hopped American brown ales. That's a big thing that I'm into. Um, but I doubt either of those things will happen. So I don't know if anyone else has got any predictions for the following year. I think I might have said this last year, and yeah. it never quite happens. But it's the um the brewing lower ABV beers, but with all the flavour. There's quite a, a few table beers the, yeah. kind of out there's now. A, there's a lot more out there than there probably was this time last yeah. year, but there's still not, it's not really become a bit of a resurgence. We still get the, everybody still wants to do the MPs and the double IPAs. Yeah, that's, and the that's where the accolades and lay, and the, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, so. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think, you know, I kind of said last year and it, it did come true in a way. And we, There were more leaning towards more West Coast style beers, mm. more mm. lagers, more kind of just going back to when beers were a little bit more um, straight up, really. Just, just yeah. more drinkable styles. But I think we're going to see, I think we're in for a real change. Obviously, you know, obviously we, as we know what's going on uh, around us with Brexit and what's happening with the government. And I think... Oh, you yeah. had to bring politics. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but I think the market is going to get squeezed. I really mm. do. I think, I yeah. think unfortunately, we probably will see a few casualties along the yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably see more buyouts still. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely yeah, going to happen, isn't I, it? It's just the way forward. Um, but there's going to be some good good that will come out of it. I think yeah. the, the, the guys that are really pushing forward with, with, with interesting beers will keep on, you know, um, doing their thing. Um and, but it'll maybe just not be quite as crowded by the end yeah, of the year. That's yeah, that's true. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Acquisitions and mergers yeah. is probably definitely on the cards for the next 12 months. So, yeah. But in terms of styles, I mean, God knows, you know, we never we never know what's going to crop up. Yeah, crystal wall type stuff, isn't it? But that's just, I guess, more of the same. You know, yeah. what, whatever's the juicy beers aren't going to go away. The hazy beers are not going to go away. No. Um, more of those crisp styles, probably, again. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows? Who knows? Who there knows? you go. Right. I think it's time for another beer. Okay. We are now moving on to a dark beer. A very dark beer. Uh, Vicky picked this one. Yeah. So what are we drinking? So, as if by magic, Charles, uh, because you had selected um, North Brew as your beer of the year, I've mm-hmm. just, uh, by the magic of uh, podcasting, ooh, I've just got some Dream State by North, which is a fig, almond and cinnamon stout. Okay. 
of a nice, sessionable 9.5%. Nine and a half. Yes, hence the uh, dream state. So, uh, yes. Yeah. And the artwork on the can is yeah. incredible. It's great. Said, Black yeah. and orange, white and orange. I mean, all of their artwork is a, a variation on a theme, but it's it's a real eye-catching design, isn't it? I like a T-shirt like that, actually. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, depending so. on what state you are in, though, it can make your eyes go a bit... Um, yeah, squiffy. squiffy. And it depends on which bit of the lens i'm looking at on my glasses as well okay <laughs> so we check the aroma let's let's check, let's check out. this out hmm it's not how i thought it was going to smell well the adjuncts of fig almond and cinnamon i'm um, getting loads of molasses you know, i'm getting molasses but I'm, I'm getting like a coffee kind of thing coffee? going on there mm-hmm. yeah yeah so what supposedly is in it I'm not getting a huge amount on the nose. Not on definitely, the nose. Definitely like dried fruit, as you said, like whether it's figs or fruit, it just mm. generic kind of dry fruit kind of uh, smell. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's... maybe a smidgen of almond, but yeah. Let's let's like dive in and see what we find. Cheers. Yeah. Mm. Cinnamon. I get a bit more oh my cinnamon. God, yeah. I get yeah, a bit you more get cinnamon. The, oh yeah, you get the cinnamon. <laughs> not loads. It's not loads. No, though. but you. you oh, yeah. it's noticeable though, isn't it? It's the most dominant of the three adjuncts. Afraid, yeah. yeah, it's quite smooth actually. But it's not. Um, it is pretty smooth. It's not boozy. No, but now I'm just left with Christmas cake in my mouth. There you go. So it's very much a Christmas cake stout yeah. then. Yeah. So very apt for this time of year. Yeah. Yeah. Can maybe some sort of like chocolatey sort of thing going on. A little bit. Mm. Um, is there lactose in that? I don't think there is. I couldn't really see. I think what it said on the um, ingredients Some, was uh, uh, hops, barley, um, and it didn't say what was the usual thing, water and yeast. It said, uh, what does it say? It says um, barley, wheat, nuts, and cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, yeah. It's it's definitely got that Christmas cake kind of mm. vibe going on there. Um, like say, smooth. Very easy to drink. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, almost a bit too easy to drink, actually. At nine and a half percent, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You will be in a dream state. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I think it's quite aptly named. Mm. <laughs> but, mm, I mean, this, yeah. uh, to be honest, slight faux pas here. We, we've actually only just 10 minutes ago took this out of the fridge. It's still a little bit cold, isn't it? Yeah, yeah a little I bit think, cold. I think perhaps we got it in a stemmed tasting glass. So actually, uh, you know, you can pop that in your hand and warm it up a little bit and just get that to come up to perhaps a bit more room temperature, get a bit more flavour out of it. But I actually quite like having stouts cold because it warms up as you drink it and you then see the changes. Whereas if you yeah, have you it get warmer all, anyway... All the nuances like yeah, come through. And you can see the changes in it. If, if it's something that's a big beer and you're taking time over it, especially if you've got like a half or something like that, um, you, you're sort of detecting it change over maybe 20 minutes or so that you, you're kind of uh, indulging in it. Um, so whilst we uh, drink our liquid Christmas cake, um, <laughs> we've got a couple of news items here. So uh, first one, new place uh, opened up in Digbeth in Brum, uh, Roberto's Tasting Room. Um, people may know this as being the old clink bar Um it was clink and then it was beer digbeth um so yeah it's right next to the custard factory in digbeth um uh roberto ross is the guy that's running the place now um i believe the focus is on belgian styles and stuff like that 
um, with um, some local stuff. I've seen what's on tap at the moment. Got some Burning Soul stuff on for people wanting a, a local beer. Um, but equally, you know, you're seeing some interesting stuff on tap. And I think they're going to have quite a menu of sort of... Um, sort of 750 mil kind of sharers of, of Belgian styles and stuff like that. So definitely worth checking that out if you're in the Digbeth part of town. Uh, and then the other thing is um, another new brewery opening up in Warwickshire um, on a very, very small uh, kind of level though, really. Fingerprint Brewery uh, down in Avon Dasset, which... <laughs> For those who don't know, because Avon Dasset is probably a hamlet, isn't it, really? It's a tiny, <laughs> tiny place. Um, anyone local in Warwickshire will know the Burton Dasset Hills, halfway between sort of Warwick and Banbury. It's on the very edge of Warwickshire, isn't it? Uh, I think you can see them from the M40 as you drive up the M40. So Avon Dasset is a tiny little um, village or hamlet down there. And, um, yeah, I bumped into Rob, who is Fingerprint Brewery. Uh, yesterday in a local box Mr. Fingerprint the chat. yeah Mr. Mr. Fingerprint um, <laughs> so he's basically put out his first I think his first beer that's currently on uh, it's Warwick called uh, Hands Up right Hands I think up. it's a 5.2% pale yeah it's pale ale citron mosaic yeah. Um, yeah he's a real passionate local guy yeah um, he's holding down another job yeah uh, as you know as he's brewing and uh, he's sort of yeah, he started to get a couple of couple of kegs out in our local sort of keggy sort area. of areas. Yeah, so, so I know um, that this beer's also appeared at the old post office in Warwick, and now it's currently on at Warwick Real Ale, and uh, a really decent, um, very hoppy uh, pale ale. So um, yeah. stay tuned for further info on Fingerprint Brewery. Uh, He's certainly got some pretty good potential yeah, and so, talent, so... Yeah, one to look out for. For so sure, for go. sure. Um, right, so I think we pretty much covered everything we set out to do today, really, which was uh, covering our favourites of the year and uh, and stuff like that. So um, I think we're going to kind of uh, relax and drink the rest of this beer, which is going to put us into a dream state, <laughs> as, as the name is. Just look at the um, table. Yeah, yeah there yeah. you go. Um, look, in, look into my eyes, not around. Yes. Look yeah. into the can, not around the can, into the can. There you go. Um, I don't know what everybody's favourite beer of the day is, really. Um, I must admit the mystery beer. Was the mystery beer yeah. like the really does stand beer. out as yeah. being just totally different and yeah. incredibly complex. I think it's a beer I'd like to have ended on, though. Exactly. Yeah. And this is the problem with doing the mystery this beer is the, first, yeah. isn't it, really? Um, I have to say, though, that the Pomona Island... I really enjoyed the Pomona yeah. Island like, yeah. as, a, as a juice bomb. That yeah. was brilliant as well. It's really good. A little bit disappointed by the moving on up. Mm. A little bit for me, no, personally. No, i got to agree. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Dancing in the Moob Light. Dancing in the Moob Light, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A little I, bit I, disappointed. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, a slight letdown. Uh, on that one still not bad but not just, bad. just the, not bad. out of what we've had it just yeah. didn't really sort of hold up really um, and I'm really enjoying this North yeah. um, uh, Dream State Stout which is pretty damn good we'll see how it warms up I um, just need a slice of Christmas cake to go with it absolutely matches perfectly with a slice yeah. of Christmas cake which and we some, haven't got any you've got, not got no. any marzipan no, knocking no, around no <sighs> Uh, no, no, it'd be handy to just keep a block of marzipan. To block of marzipan yeah. to gnaw on, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> straight from the straight, straight from the box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, However, this is being sold in our local shop. Uh, the north one, yeah, 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 yeah. it is. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. So okay, just why? Yeah. Well, just there might be a, there might be a can coming back into the house again. Oh, you're liking it that much? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, good Christmas with day the Christmas beer. Cake. 
Good call. That's a good shout. <laughs> good call. <laughs> yeah, there Definitely you go. Good shout. Okay, well, Cheers, thanks yeah. thanks to everybody that's been listening this year. Really appreciate you listening uh, to us waffle yeah. on. Um, and get in touch, you know, if uh, if there's anything you want to see us cover in future. You know, we're on all the usual social Could we do a Q&A, and a, maybe? We could do, if anybody yeah. wants to send us some questions. I yeah. don't know whether or not we can answer them, but, you know, we can give that a go. Um, as I say, you know, we're on all the usual social medias. We're at beers underscore frontiers. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on email. And, um, yeah, get in touch. And in the meantime, let's uh, let's get this stout finished off. And, so uh, uh, Cheers, everybody. Cheers. 2019. Here's, here's 2019. And uh, happy here's new year to everybody. Here's yeah. Let's, Cheers. Um, keep our fingers crossed. Good health to all. Yeah. And yes, that's a very good sentiment to everyone. Yeah. Good health to all. Cheers. Cheers.